Welcome to yet another episode of the Digitalization Tech Talks podcast, where we're going to dive into the fascinating world of cloud and edge computing, 5G, and cybersecurity. So cloud and edge computing have obviously been around for several years now, and it's being used extensively around us, most definitely in our private lives, but also in the process industries. There's a lot of applications that can be run in the cloud, so you can easily get the latest and greatest updates to your software. And edge computing can be used for extensive calculations or maybe even analytics with minimal latency or delay. Now, these cutting edge technologies are essentially transforming the way we interact with the digital world from the way we process data all the way through to the way that we protect sensitive information. That's why I'm super excited about today's episode. Our guest will be talking about where cloud and edge computing currently stand and what we can expect in the near future. And we'll also discuss how 5G is leading a new era of connectivity as well as productivity. So that's going to be pretty exciting to hear about. I think we're going to learn a lot today, right, Don? I agree. I think we have another great episode ahead of us that's full of useful information to assist companies in their digitalization journeys. We often touch on the important role that networking and data communications play in realizing the potential of Industry 4.0. And along with that comes industrial security, particularly when wireless communications and cloud are part of the architecture. Once again, I'm on the edge of my seat for an interesting conversation. I completely agree with that, Don. So let's introduce our guest. Mike Jabor is General Manager of Digital Connectivity, Connectivity and Power here at Siemens. Mike, thank you so much for joining us and welcome to the show. Awesome. Well, thank you for having me. Uh, these are definitely exciting areas that you mentioned in the intro. If you look at our business, we're definitely focused on the communication side, the cyber side, 5G, wireless. And the communication side is really the glue between cloud and edge. And that's why we're you know, definitely excited because we have visibility from sensor to cloud and we definitely see what our end users versus OEM machinery are trying to leverage within the space to disrupt their business. So thank you for having me and excited to be here. Very cool. Thank you for that uh, extended introduction, Mike. I want to get to the first question because I would like you to share some of the developments that you're seeing in the market right now that are either are or will be having a significant impact on the process industries mm -hmm. i'm sure there's plenty of activity going on so if you could touch on those to start to start us off with for sure i think you know i'll start from the bottom top right i think if you look at the as a process end user right you're still dealing with machinery that's coming in and we're seeing that a lot of these oems that are developing these machinery are trying to leverage edge and communication and cloud to really change their business models from just shipping or selling the equipment itself versus leveraging these three technologies to really benefit from selling that uh, machinery as a service right and that's really where we're seeing a lot of a lot of development and and changes that are happening on the oem side of the equipment uh, to really move from a capex to towards more SaaS or opex type uh, type services and when it comes to the plant itself right now uh, from an end user point of view if we start at the bottom again you know there's definitely the connection uh, the communication between all these equipment uh, transferring that uh, data from all that equipment all the way up to the cloud and how can you manage uh, all these equipment just like the CIOs manage 
their mobile devices, our laptops, uh, really the, the I would say the plant information has still not being able to be managed uh, from the cloud and, and that's really a big benefit that we're seeing is that now you have a middle layer in the cloud where you can manage your entire operations, whether it's on the IT side, whether it's your fleet management, all, all the way down to the plants and how do you maintain and update it becomes much easier to manage everything from the cloud but also the data collection right that's really where the benefit that we see versus having a lot of data uh, being collected in locally across different geographies now all this data is being concentrated in the cloud and how do you leverage that you know terabytes of data uh, that's where we see AI, that's where we see a lot of interesting factors on how they can better collection of data, better improvement of AI versus having the humans to dig into the details and figure out where, where can they improve. AI is definitely a big play here as well uh, to further identify and keep improving cost and productivity within a plant. That's really the exciting piece. I think for many of our customers to figure out how to leverage the cloud, the edge and the 5G in between. So Mike, you mentioned some of the different technologies and, and one of the ones I wanted to focus on a little bit more is 5G. Uh, this is another technology that seems to be playing an important role. And I was wondering if you could tell our listeners and us a little bit more about 5G and the impact it's having. For sure, I think 5G is a very hot topic uh, right now. Uh, if you look at it, we have just released our portfolio uh, in Germany and we're also releasing our portfolio next year in, in the US. So if you look at this side of the equation, right, uh, today a lot of our, uh, I would say, customers leverage Wi-Fi, right? Wi-Fi is great. Uh, we're up to Wi-Fi 6, which means it's much faster. Uh, a lot of the Wi-Fi has taken a lot of the 5G technologies as well uh, and embedded it into the, the wireless side of, of Wi-Fi. 5G also gives us the private side of the equation. And I think that's an area where, you know, we still see that many customers still have a lot of questions. You know, when do I use Wi-Fi, which is public? When do I use uh, 5G, and I think there is this place for Wi-Fi and 5G, and it really depends on what the customer is trying to achieve. Uh, Wi-Fi today, we can solve many uh, applications. Example, we do 300 to 500 AGVs running on on Wi-Fi today. Uh, but really, the advantages, if you and if you look at what really differentiate 5G from Wi-Fi, it really comes down to the public side versus the private side. Public. To me, it's it's when you buy your equipment, whether it's Best Buy, HP, laptops, you know, everything uh, that you purchase today is programmed to run on a public uh, broadband, right? And what does that mean when I open my laptop, right? Uh, I go into my wireless, I find my hotspot or my Wi-Fi router name, but I also see my neighbor's Wi-Fi name and I see my other neighbor on the other side. So basically it's like a highway that we can all see. These are highways, physical highways out there that you know we see them, we can drive of them, uh, on them. Uh, they have a lot of lanes when you're on big highways, but the issue is there are other cars on that highway, right? And that's really the dilemma is when you're on a public network, it means there are 
other cars on that highway and if someone decides to come over on your lane that's going to impact you know your performance when it comes to the communication side and really the benefit of 5g it can run on a private network which means these there are highways out there that we cannot see right so the uh, safety side, first responders, uh, FBI, military, you know, there are dedicated highways out there that are invisible to us. Imagine now you have your own highway. Let's say you can decide I want 12 lanes on it, six lanes on it, and then you can figure out what are what is critical for your business. So imagine when it comes to people, safety, uh, safety within a plant environment, you will dedicate, let's say, an HOV lane. There will be no cars on it if there's a safety incident and, you know, that's a priority. Then we have immediate communications on the safety to, you know, shut down a process, shut down a machine, protect employees, uh, protect equipment protect the quality of the products that we're using right and that's really the benefit of going down to the private side of the equation uh, you have your own dedicated highway and that highway gives you a lot of flexibility to prioritize the critical areas and then leave other areas to it to video like we're doing today uh, these could be less prioritized since you know, if we get a blip on as we're communicating here, or if we're on a Teams call, it's not at the end of the world if your message, you know, is interrupted for a second or two. Uh, but the high priority lanes, if you have, you know, a robot or an AGV, uh, you definitely need to quickly shut it down. You cannot really have it roaming around for a second or two if there has been a disturbance on the network. That's really what we're recommending to customers is that if you have like a large process plant where you're gonna heavily digitize, then the private 5G solution will be much more interesting to you. If you have a smaller plant with not a lot of devices or you're not gonna digitize a lot, then Wi-Fi is a much, uh, I would say, proven technology with cost-effective technology, right? So that's kind of the balance that we're recommending out there to our customers. There's new technologies out there, but depending on what this, the, what they're trying to solve, the cost of the problem, and does the technology and the cost of the technology effective enough to cover that cost. So quite a few things to think about, considerations to make it sounds like, Mike. So those are some great, great recommendations. Now, if you just look beyond the technologies themselves, could you speak to some of the considerations that go into deploying them? I'm sure there are the usual suspects, such as cost and maybe the existing infrastructure, which you also talked a little bit about, but probably also a lot more. If you could talk to a couple of the considerations. Yeah, for sure. I think, you know, if, if we look at it, it's, uh, you know, where do you start, right? That's that's when you talk about digitalization, when you talk about cloud, edge, uh, 5G, right? Where Where do you start, right? And I think a lot of times we as we as we are doing the recommendations and and consulting with our customers we we kind of tend to start at the bottom right uh, we see a lot of depending on the the age of the plant the technology uh, that is being used in that plant right initially you have to digitize right before you go up to the cloud and and go into digitalization right you really have to worry about your installed base 
what technology is used in that installed base? How do you migrate that technology to, you know, more, I would say, wireless or Ethernet, right? Uh, how do you, uh, I would say, decode some of the old proprietary uh, communications that we see in many plants, right? Th that to me is really the first essential piece is to do an audit on your different plants understand some machines that could be much older with different technologies and we have a lot of i would say services where we can come in and do a lot of these inspections and do recommendations on how to migrate some of that installed base into the you know latest technology and then after that you start moving up right after after we recommend how to digitize uh, we have, you know, a lot of technologies uh, that will allow them to improve their operational level, right, within the plant itself, uh, whether it's RFID technology or real-time locating systems. These are where we can actually track every uh, forklift, machine, operator, raw material, you know, connect the uh, all these uh, location of this information into the MES layer. And then, of course, up to ERP and up to the cloud, right? So step one is how do we help them to migrate the legacy? Uh, step two is now that we've migrated, how do we digitize so we can improve their operational presence? And then how do we ensure that, you know, the communications up to their MES and cloud? All of these are, you know, what we consult with and, and what we can help our customers to consult with. And that's when, of course, the the cyber topic as well comes up, right, uh, guys? That's you know the uh, networking is 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 a great way, right, to improve your operation, uh, faster communications, ability to go to the cloud. All of that are great benefits. But when it also you have more and more connected devices, right? The the evil side of that is is really the cyber piece, and that's where you know we also recommend uh, to uh, many of our customers where we have programs to consult with them. Uh, cyber is like safety, right? We still see a lot of customers just put you know one layer of cyber and you know they're done. Uh, it's never done, right? It's a continuous process, and we do a lot of recommendations on the business side on how to create new teams. Uh, how to budget for it, what is the long-term uh, goal of cyber, and, and it's really a, a journey on how do we continuously improve and add different layers of cyber to ensure that as they connect these devices, they are also secure. And as you know, there's a lot of a lot of hacking that's going on right now in the IT world, but you know, we look at it from a plant point of view and Hacking is happening at many of uh, the plants that we see out there, and that's a, becoming a much critical disruption to many businesses. And that's really the, you know, the cyber piece is also becoming more and more critical, and it's really ties into the network and communication side. So, Mike, thanks for covering the cyber topic. Uh, we did do a past episode on that. For any of our listeners that would like to check it out, it's episode 13. Wow, we really covered a lot of ground today, a lot of a lot of great topics. Uh, if you had to sum up the conversation, let's say three key takeaways that you'd like to leave our listeners with, what would they be? We're seeing a lot of chief digitalization officers that are 
definitely experimenting and leveraging what we discussed, right? The edge, the cloud, 5G. We're seeing a lot of proof of concepts today. So I highly recommend that they start paying attention to this area, invest in, you know, people that are dedicated like a C-suite level, uh, some, I would say, higher end technology uh, topics and, and really experiment, right? Some of these technologies are not ready yet, right? Everybody's talking about 5G. Uh, 5G still has a couple of features that are missing that we would need on a plant for, floor, and that's going to come in next year. So the technology is ready today, but ready for, I would say, less uh, critical applications, but it's going to be ready next year for more critical applications that relate to what we do in manufacturing. So always, in my opinion, you know, try and uh, dedicate people, start understanding, uh, develop proof of concepts, understand the cost uh, that comes in uh, behind these technologies, uh, and understand what you can love, how you can leverage this technology to improve your day-to-day -day operations, your uh, cyber pro uh, footprint, in addition to what we discussed earlier in the cloud. The cloud is there to stay, and it's going to bring a lot of benefits to many customers out there from data collection, from management of all devices. So these, these will be my takeaways. So rely on whether it's us or other vendors that you deal with to kind of help you accelerate your path into this uh, disruption and, and technology uh, disruption. So thank you, Mike, for summarizing the three key takeaways. Again, a lot of things to consider. I really want to thank you, Mike, for sharing your insights based on your years of experience in the industry. It was great to hear your perspective on all these technologies and how to implement. So we really appreciate you being a guest on the podcast. So thank you very much. Thank you, uh, guys. I know this is, you know, there, there's a lot of technical details when it comes to all these technologies, but uh, at a high level, I think uh, these are uh, amazing technologies, especially the three I mentioned. Yes, AI and cyber are are a must as well, but how you're going to disrupt. Uh, we're seeing customers out there that are working diligently to disrupt their own business, leveraging these technologies because the, the dynamic world around us, uh, there's a lot of disruptions happening and a lot of customers want to disrupt themselves versus being disrupted by their competitors. So thank you. Yes, definitely. Thank you so much too, Mike. I appreciate it. Thanks for those final remarks and of course for participating in today's podcast. I really appreciate it. With that, we're concluding today's episode. So listeners, if you have any questions on the topic that we discussed today, please feel free to reach out to Mike directly. We have included Mike's email address in the show notes. As usual, Don and I are always open to any comments, thoughts, and feedback you may have on the show or on the topics. You can also find our contact information in the show notes. We'd love to hear from you. Lastly, if you liked what you hear today, please help spread the word by rating the show. And if you're not already a subscriber and would like to be notified when new episodes are released, please subscribe to the series. So thank you for listening to this episode of Digitalization Tech Talks.